This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. My name is Danny Schill. And I'm Dan Muller. And we host the podcast We Book Celebrities. We book all kinds of celebrities, even though we're not that great at it. But we've had some success. Glenn Danzig, for instance. Yeah, you guys know. We've also had DJ Khaled. You can see the blessings in my house, my family, my musical garden, and Florida. Oh, wow. That's the end of the expert. Tanya Harding, Steven Seagal, and Meatloaf. Dick Cheney always says, one of my best friends, you and Dick, huh? Oh, yeah. I was there when he shot that guy in the face. I had to run off because I had priors. Yeah. So please listen to We Book Celebrities on the Machine Culture Network. Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. Don't impress me much So yeah Previat comrades This is Impress Me with Music The show where every week We create a new playlist That you can use to impress friends Enchant lovers, intimidate enemies And just flat out enjoy yourself Every week my co-host cohabitator and long-suffering beard Mary Novohovsky and I carefully pick out each song for you and put them on a playlist. You can find our playlist embedded into the episode description. To get the playlist early, follow us on Spotify in the link and rate and review our podcast on iTunes. Another episode of Impress Me with Music. I'm Dave Metz. I'm Mary Novohovsky, and in the studio this afternoon we have Dave Marr. Say what's up, Dave. What's up? Hey, what's up, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm sorry. Introduce yourself however you however you want to introduce I'm yourself. I'm Dave Marr, man. That's that's it. That's this this song was your uh, was like your extra, right? You yeah, wanted my us to play. Mention. This is your honorable mention. What's what's the deal? 
I don't know, man. I heard uh, I heard people talking about this is like the song of the summer, and I forget where I heard. Like, I follow some like music writer types on like Twitter, and people were like, "Yeah, I just heard like references to Cardi B," and I was like, she, "She's some sort of reality star, right?" And she was like on Love and Hip Hop New York, but then she was something before that, and I was like, "What? I don't know what's happening with this," but. Like, people I respected seemed to think the song was, like, actually good. So I listened to it last night, and I loved it. And so I asked if I could do an honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting when you said that uh, last night that you wanted to do this as an honorable mention. Uh, you were the first person that whose taste I respected told me to listen to this song. Because <laughs> the internet was, like, buzzing about it for sure. Right, right. And I listened to maybe, like, the first few bars, and I'm like, I mean, this is pretty good or whatever. You know what I mean? And then last night I was like, I'm going to fully play this. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, this chorus is the shit. Like, Dude, it's great. Like the way the like syllables like sound in her mouth, it sounds like fucking like enormous. Like she's like, like she's yeah. like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's cool. In the style of everything right now that's super slowed down, I think my first critique was like, is she just going to talk the whole time? Does she Can she rap any faster than you know, Dave? that is what rap, like rap music is though, right? I know. <laughs> she just I, gonna know. Talk the whole time? I thought if she gonna, That's is like quasi-racist. Oh, it is not. Is she gonna rap any faster? Like choruses are so slowed down now for, I feel like a lot of rap music right now. Well, that's like, that's like Northern privilege. Like. Is that, that's me saying that with Northern, Northern yeah, privilege. Yeah, I mean like Southern rap, like there's all sorts of like fucking chopped and screwed shit and like Houston shit that like. Okay, fair. I like, I like chopped and screwed. It just, it's very simple. All right, I like it. I thought she looked sexy in the music video. Leave me alone. I kind of don't know if I think she's sexy or not. Like she, she's like questionably, like she is like an attractive person. And it also, it feels like fucked up that like, cause she's like a woman, I feel like I, ha I have an opinion on her attractiveness, which I don't usually have for male artists. Sometimes sure. I do, but yeah. I definitely remember the first time, like uh, I heard, like I heard and saw Drake, like when that that um, "You the Fucking Best" song came out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, this guy's too pretty to be good at rapping." Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I have had that thought before. She, so I, I think she's hot, but you know, I found out today. I did a little bit of digging. All that shit's fake. Lips are fake. Butts fake. Boobs are fake. Hey, man, if it works for like, I kind of like that. I like that she's like aggressively like. I don't know, and it feels like different than Nicki Minaj to me. Yeah, she's yeah. stylized. She's stylized in her own way. She's created her own image. But it's like it's like if the song is badass, but it is like feminine too, and it's like a very feminine way of being badass is what I get from it. What would you guys call this style? So before I called it a lot slower than I thought it would be, <laughs> but there's this there is this like a uh, kind of stripped down beat. That's going on. What like I'm trying to think of what type of rap this. Is. Well, what do you mean say? going on? Like, what are the other songs that you feel like sound like this? Well, I'll say like um, I know like because uh, we were just talking about it. This is playing that this is beat is like supposed to be like a Kodak Black beat, right? Right. And like uh, like a little well, not Uzi the beat. Vert. I don't think. I think it's the oh the flow. Yeah, like 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 an, like an Uzi Vert thing. I think it's a lot more simpler. Like a little like a little yachty. There's just yeah, there, yeah, it, there's yeah. not as much complexity to the beat. Yeah, we've kind of, like, gone to a point where I feel like the chorus, like, this is, like, an eight-bar chorus. That's a fairly wordy chorus. It is, yeah, for sure. So the words are more complex. There's some other songs know. where she's, like, she's flowing more between, like, choruses. Like, she's... Yeah, totally. Like, like, like things are, things are, like, sped up. So this one, it's, like, um, I don't know. It's not trap. What would... I'm just trying to think it, what But kind that of, feels like what it kind of is, right? Is it kind of trap? It's, I don't know. Right, so here's the thing. It's no longer regional because she's from New York, um, but there is a little bit of Ratchet, which is from L.A., and there's a little bit of Atlanta trap in this. It's... It, this is... And Lil Uzi Vert's from Philly. Like, he's not a northern artist with that kind of sensibility. Well, and Cardi B, I think, is, like, she's, like, Latino of some, like, or Latina. Like, she's, yeah, like, she, I, think I think she's a Caribbean, maybe? Yeah, I think you're right. And she's, like, there's something, like, about that, like, flavor in there, too. Yeah. I think that because, because culture, in a sense, is open source, and now all these, all new rappers now are getting all, all this shit off the internet, you know, like, right. mixtapes, like, 
you can't be a rapper now, like a new rapper without a shit ton of big things. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so it's like, it's not even, I wouldn't even call it a regional thing at all. You know? Yeah. So is this the song of the summer? Is this, this is the track? I don't know. That's what I heard. And I read this New York Times article that's like, because she, she like, either it debuted or like in its second week, it like shot up to like number three on the billboard, like either hot or top 100. And apparently that's like unheard of for like someone who's not like Rihanna or Justin Bieber. Right. And I don't know. That's like pretty... I, but I don't, I don't really listen that much to like the radio. What would the other songs of the summer? Be? I don't know. I don't know. Good we question. don't listen to the radio either. My songs of the summer are, are just pretty much the jams we picked out. I'm just listening to a lot of Flatbush Zombies. That's, okay. that, that's on no one's top 100 right, right now. Right. <laughs> that's uh, that's my own personal. Yeah, mine are like old Drake songs. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment. Uh, yeah. I, I mine's been that is the Kendrick Lamar mask off remix. Oh, word. That's my song of the summer. That might be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mask Off or like Humble felt like it was going to be for a while. I liked, uh, there were a few other tracks off the album I ended up. But those are album tracks. Those are not, Song of the Summer is a single. You know, the album damn is, we don't even need to get into it. The album's amazing. Okay, well, we should get into another song. All right, so Dave, we're going to give you. Let's move, let's move it in. You get the first pick. Okay. Um, you want to point to it on here? Yes, and then, and then we'll we'll play we'll play it on here. Uh, to our is complex my system. pick that one? Yes. said like the booty tape on your spotify but i have it as a single in my apple music so i know it as a standalone song oh you don't know it's straight from the booty tape i don't i don't know any other songs on the booty tape <laughs> i'm gonna take a quick look at the booty tape <laughs> yeah yeah um, i i'd like to know what we're missing from the booty tape. right right uh but yeah ugly god i didn't know anything about him i discovered this song because i went so I don't do the Spotify thing, I do the Apple Music thing, and they have people who make playlists on there called like curators. So like Pitchfork makes makes a bunch of playlists, and then a bunch of like record labels make playlists too. And I think it was XL Recordings uh, that had like just their favorite new songs. And this was on there, and I was like, this is fucking wild, because I didn't understand it at first. I'm like, it seems like a diss track, but the song is called fuck the title of the art the name of the artist and i realized like and he makes reference to like his own other songs in it right and it's just him like owning himself and it is so fucking funny to me. So, yeah it's pretty funny okay i i oh, love i love this track AKA? yeah well you can do you can do his aka i'm just gonna give a quick a quick update on the booty tape okay yeah, so yeah. the booty tape is actually the debut mixtape by ugly god and it came out august 4th so yeah just a few weeks ago because he's had other songs like before like water i think was his big one right so those are all singles from this mixtape so the booty tape is actually a mixtape with all his tracks this is his debut mixtape so i think we all probably gonna give it a listen but he was on i discovered he was on xxl's like freshman cover this year yeah uh, and he's like, so I watched all his like clips and he's like the nerdiest dude. He has glasses and not like cool glasses, like fucking <laughs> like, like rimless, like 
engineering student glasses. Okay. And he's got like a lame haircut, like a lame, like shaved on the sides, weird, like half flat top afro. And then, and he just raps like a, he looks like a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's he's like I don't know. I think he's so funny. He's only got one guest appearance on this entire mixtape, which is like ten songs long, and that's Wiz Khalifa. Really? I yeah. thought it would be Lil Yachty, but it also says that he's associated with Wiz Khalifa. His AKAs, by the way, Pussy Bacon and Young Hermit Crab. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, and that's when I learned too, like, cause he used to go by the name Pussy Bacon <laughs> until his parents found out and he had to change it. <laughs> I really like this. This is a fun track. This is such a weird dude. I'm definitely going to get... I'm definitely going to listen to the booty tape later. My I'm favorite... on my way to my cousin's 12th birthday party. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. We're going to blast that. I like my favorite line in the whole song is when he's like, four years ago you got jumped on Halloween, which is like... So specific that it must have happened, right? And to like fucking say that and like make fun of yourself, like imagining this dude getting to because he's like pretty young, he's got to be like 20, so he's like legit getting beat up and having his fucking candy taken on Halloween four years ago. Oh, I feel you know? bad for him. I don't know, it's <laughs> like so funny. He parlayed it into something good though, yeah, no doubt, man. This is one of the so there's two um songs. That you put out here that I know strictly from my students that I taught last mm-hmm. year. And this is one of them. When a kid in my homeroom was like always playing water. And finally I was like, who, who is this? You gotta tell yeah, me what this yeah, is. Yeah. He's like, ugly God. And there was nothing. I couldn't find anything but his YouTube videos. And now he's got a full got a full Wikipedia page. Just, of like a, just of a few weeks ago. Like, it looks like everything on him dropped like in the beginning he's, of August. He's probably got major label interest now because he, right. I think he put his shit out on YouTube mm-hmm. and now I think people are starting to take interest. I mean, kind of like what, not unlike Cardi B, although obviously Ugly God has a completely different sensibility. Well, and then he has some song about like beating off. I think it's called yes. like, Beat Your Meat or something. And it's like, it's just about how he likes to masturbate. And it's him and like three friends just dancing hella goofily <laughs> in front of like their local 7 Eleven is like the music video. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I'm looking at the genius <laughs> lyrics for this song. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, even like leading up to the the line that you mentioned, I love his sep- I love his uh, just like self deprecation. You a one hit wonder, bitch! Your whole career a joke. Yeah. Back in tenth grade, your go your coach kicked you off the team. Every single day, you wear the same pair of jeans. Yeah, it's so good. He's, he's, he's like an anti rapper. You yeah. know what I mean? I always wish that like comedians could like be like rappers. How they like boast. Like, rappers get to get away with, like, you can be so fucking mean and, like, savage and seem cool, but comedy's just, like, none of those things. So so if someone tries to be like that, they look like a fucking dork. Yeah. But he, like, almost inverted it where he's, like, he sounds like a fucking comedian. He's right. Like, you know? I don't know. He 8-miled it. Remember at that last scene of 8-mile? I never saw 8-mile. You never saw 8-mile? No, no, I never did. Oh, my. It's not oh, bad. Man. It's kind of a... Cookie cutter screenplay, but right. Right. I'm <laughs> digging. I'm digging your picks, Dave. Thanks, dude. Thanks. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, it you, gets softer. Got, it gets got, pussier. All right, so you've got you've got the next track too. We're, we're letting oh, we're letting one. you really kick it off. All right. Well, I'll just should I just go like full pussy now, or should I kind of ease into like the softest? I don't, I don't know. Listen, I'm gonna go full pussy bacon, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I full, think full pussy bacon. I think I'm not gonna do that. I think I'm gonna transition from the rappiest to the softest. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Know some young niggas like to sweat. Know some young niggas like to sweat. Big bang, take a little bang. Every day spilling up drinks. She want the whole crew, shorty break. When the money talks, what is there to say? Blow away, watch it blow away. When I die, I can't take it to the grave. Yo. How about drop top? Fuck your talking, I need it right now. Hey. Cash in the air, what goes up? Gotta calm down. Getting dough, ain't a thing changed. Coasting, gripping grand. Going through the money like a face. Don't say my name in vain I'm so glad that you came yeah. 
Okay, that was Swang by Ray Shremmer from Ray Shremmer. No, Shremlight 2 is the name of the record. And it came out, I think, last year. But it's like at the end of the album. And then some of the stuff I saw made it seem like it was a bonus track. And I guess I just had never listened that far in the album before. And I've been like swimming in the mornings uh, pretty much every day now. And like, and there was a while when I was like, what song am I in the mood to listen to? And I tried to make a playlist of like those songs. And this was just one of those. And it just sounds hella weird to me. And I think it's fucking awesome. So I, what I want to say about this is, uh, I'm, so, I'm so surprised to see you put this on the playlist because, so when I like, so for the last two years, I've been a Chinese teacher and I have had this student, he actually failed the first year and he got held back. <laughs> He's kind of a kind of a gang kid. His uh, I won't say his name, but he, he I, I love him. He's a he's interpersonally he's a great guy. Nightmare in the classroom. Did you say kind of a gay kid? Gang. He was oh, in a gang. Okay. He was, was like, like <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. No. 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 Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> gay kid. Like what the fuck? Look, if he was a gay kid, I'd call him a gay kid. Right. 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 Okay. A gang he, kid. He was like he's like in a gang, but he's like so young and like he was like coming to school most days. So it wasn't like really about the life. Right. 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 Also, he had an ankle monitor, so I think he had to come to school. Yeah, but yeah. he, there, I was teaching like this word in Chinese, uh, shay, which means who. Because we're learning like question words, and every time I would say it, he would sing the chorus of the song every time, and it killed. Every time I had to stop doing, like I had to like teach it a different way in his period, because he literally would do that every time, and kids would just <laughs> lose their shit. And so, how, how would he sing it? Like something, something, something like to shave. Yeah, and he would change it to to shay, and I didn't get, I didn't even know that it was swang. Like I, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At first I'm like, is he making this shit up? And then I'm like. Then I asked another student, and he's like, oh, it's called Swang. And so then I, like, listened to it, like, when all the kids left. I'm like, this is not bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I needed to better understand what it means to really swing. Oh, yeah, so, I did this too recently. So I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. And it's not even the first couple, like, entries. So swing can mean steering your car side to side when driving. But then, like, if you scroll down, uh, he submitted his own version of yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, when on you live genius. in when you live in the life on top, balling every night, got bankroll, and you're problem free. I know some homies who like to swing. Is the sentence? Yeah. <laughs> is that so Slim I, Jimmy who submitted that? Um, it was actually submitted by La Too Lit. Wait, then who? It's credited, but it's, oh, it's, it's it's credited to him to Ray Shremmer. Well, it's not Ray Shremmer. It's two dudes. It's yeah. Sway Lee and Slim Jimmy. Well, and I can learn more about who L.A. Ray Shremmer is actually it's the dumbest name because it stands for it's drummer's ear backwards. Oh my god! Is that? <laughs> I oh have no god. idea what like the fucking point of drummer's ear is. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, Ray Shremmer, man, that is a hard rap name. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. It's the like f- a student I wouldn't want to get on roll call. Shremmer? Is that right. a shremmer? Is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it written for when that, um, what was that, like, you ain't got no life and that song came out. Yeah, yeah, I was I like, got no type. Yeah. What is that song called? Bet, no type. No type, yeah. I, I was like, what? Like, this must be a mistake. Like, this looks yeah. like somebody just pounded their hands on the keyboard. Rage? Yeah, 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 totally. Um, but yeah, I saw, so I think it was Slim Jimmy who submitted to Genius a, uh, a defini- his definition of swang. And I, like, also looked it up other places. And apparently there's, like, this long history. Because there, there is an, in Connect, the Drake song, he talks about, like, Eyes closed, just swanging. And so there's like swang. And then there's like this Houston like uh, uh, history with it. And it sounds like kind of harder a little bit. Like there's something like you're kind of coming at someone or you're like leaning out of your car. Like there's something with a car. Like, right. seemed, but it wasn't well, what really do they call cars in Houston. Um, what did they no, call They call rims swangs there's, apparently there's, too. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. rims. But then Slim Jimmy's like, it was the most like childish, like goofy explanation to genius. He was like, "I just think it's when you like are hanging out and really like having fun with your friends." And I'm like, "Dude, this dude's goofy as shit." And he's like, "We're trying to just get like swaying life going on." And I'm like, this is so funny. Well, you know, if you have like a, if you can. 
come up with like a YOLO, if you can like come up with a thing like that, like that's great. That's a, a really great career move for you. <laughs> so uh, maybe they were like, you know, just swag, you know, maybe right. we'll just swag. People catch on. But it's so weird. You can hear his voice crack, like at the beginning when he goes into the falsetto. Like half the song is sung in falsetto, and it's like so weird to me. But yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it's even weird for like them. It's got it's yeah, and they're like kind of weird. Yeah, they're and they're from uh, Tupelo, which is okay. I have a soft spot for any rapper from Mississippi because okay. Mississippi is like who else? Like David Banner. David Banner. Um, Mostly, uh, Dave's who? just got a real soft spot for David Banner. No, 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 no. You Who's, have a huge soft spot. For I'm him. blanking on the name of the guy though. What the fuck is his name? Um, he did country shit. Um, oh, Big Crit. Big Crit. I love Big Crit. Okay. Yeah. There's another guy called Big Sant from country Mississippi. Country, country. He's really great. Um, uh, David Banner's group that he was a part of. Um, the Banner Boys? No, no, called the Banner Boys. Cabana, Cabaners. Um, <laughs> they had a song called Tupelo. Here, I'll look it up while you guys are talking. All right, I think the next the next track is mine. I'm going to really slow it down with this. So let's see. Let's see how the people, how the people feel about that. I don't wanna be in this wonderland no more. I don't wanna be in this wonderland no more. Keep it moving when I say so. Do you even know your way on? Look up to the heavens and pray on. Will I see another day? Petrol by any means, see some shit you'd never see. White rabbits are everywhere, but you should come follow me. See this world, it isn't real. Swear this all must be a dream. Swear this all must be some fake shit. I'm used to being deceived. Look at me now. That was No More Wonderland by Little Sims off her album Stillness and uh, I just really like that track. It's a real feelsy. It's real feel. Got a lot of feels from it. Um, Who's Little Sims? Little Sims. Little Sims. So she's a British rapper, and apparently she's also on a BBC show. Ooh, like a, called legit. Spirit Warriors. Uh, it sounds like something I wouldn't like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something I wouldn't like either. Uh, it's one of the BBC shows that hasn't made it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they probably do it. You know, I'm yeah. sure somebody's got a script right now. Like the American audience is okay, too okay. stupid without so the accent. Spirit Warriors is a BBC children's adventure series broadcast on BBC Two, BBC HD, and CBBC. Just a, what is this, a ham radio? <laughs> These are just rhyme schemes she uses just, in the song. CBC, DBGGB. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was getting like, kind of like a creation vibe a little bit. Do you, is that... Oh, you say creation also. She also says creation. I do say creation. How do you, what, yeah, do you what is, say? I say creation, because that's how she says it. Creation. In the song, she references herself as creation. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, it I looks like creation. It is self-creation. You are right. Creation. Anyway, is that... I, could, yeah. I don't know. I I I want to put her above Creation. Cre- okay. Creation. She's kind of like novelty style. Yeah, Creation's more novelty. I think that her lyrics are a little bit deeper. I think the production is better. I think her music's better. Um, apparently, I mean, she's released like four mixtapes, five EPs. I just this track just gives me gives me feelings. I don't know. What feelings does it give you? It's just, it's a good, like, sad bitch track for me. Like, when I'm, like, feeling kind of depressive, like, I don't want to be in this Wonderland no more. This is off an album. It's got, like, a whole Alice in Wonderland theme. Oh, and this Alice is kind of this is kind of, like, toward the end of the album. Um, like, she's, like, going through the Wonderland. Things are a lot more upbeat. There's some, like, super tripped out tracks. Mm-hmm. And then as you get toward the end, she's like, fuck it, I'm done with this adventure already and so yeah 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 it, like if you're listening to it in the context of the greater album you get a lot more like okay this is sort of like a total exit 
like the mood kind of totally shifts. Okay. Like you're partying, you're in the wonderland, then you're like, all right. I did get a sense. I was like, this is some shit that like I would have like gotten high and listened to back. Yeah. Right. And this is since uh, I I'd be pregnant right now. Right. I'm definitely not getting high. I think even in our last episode, though, but I'm, like, really digging on a lot of old stoner tracks. Sure. I'm still listening to a lot of things that I would have listened to if I got high. Like, a lot right. of, like, like, oh, yeah, this is what a kush high sounds like. Right, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm still driving, like, driving, like, six and a half months pregnant to, like, music that I would have listened to if I was just, like, smoking, like, a bowl in my car. Right. Uh, but Mary was like, very irresponsible. Did you smoke a bowl at the wheel? I did. I did. Damn, At some dude. Point, that's like, fuck. I thought I was like right. I mean, I was. I made. I made a lot of weird. Made a lot of bad moves there. <laughs> um, but there was sort of like a weird like. Uh, free vibe but like still depressed because if you're smoking a bowl at the wheel like you're not you're doing that because you really left no other option yeah like, yeah yeah you're like oh, i'll guys this bowl and this weed and i'm still driving but i'm also not, not getting nowhere high. to go yeah yeah exactly you're like i need a crutch to get through going somewhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i've got, got a 26 you know? minute car ride and uh 13 minutes in things aren't going well right, so right the car ride didn't turn out the way i thought it would <laughs> That's why I like the Ray Schremer track because it is the clo- the closest I get to getting high these days is like hearing a dude triply sing in falsetto over a rap beat. Yeah, I mean, you can if you put headphones on. It's weird because I always thought rap was meant to be played out of a car stereo. That's the best yeah for sure setting. But then now it's like it's like they make it for headphones. You know, it's trippier. Like you know, like you really like yeah. I mean, this is a track I definitely listened to first with headphones. It was when uh, when. Dave went out to a uh, mic and I was just looking like through new music and I got in this like kind of hole and Sweet. I yeah for when I'm at home just listening on the computer I put headphones in because like the experience is like so much more yeah. emotionally amplified what is what's the name Lil Sims it sounds like a junior version of the video game yeah that's what I thought too uh her name is Symbiatu Simbi Ajikawo Nigerian yeah British Ajikawo yeah that was a little more Japanese <laughs> oh Symbiatu <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <laughs> so racist. Well, yes, it is not. No. <laughs> no, and really, no one brought up racism here until you. Hey, you, man, I'm just trying to be woke AF over here. Yeah, hashtag all woke. Right. Um, Actually, I hate it when people say hashtag things out loud. I, I regret saying that. Yeah, well, you can't cut it out now because we don't like to do that complex of editing for this for this podcast. Well, all right, well, uh, it's my first pick, and um, I uh, I think I'm going to stick with the theme. Uh, I'm kind of torn because I could play a, a, a weed song or I could play a British song, and I think I'm going to go with a British rap song. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That was I Love You by Dizzy Rascal off of Boy in the Corner, which I think is his first album. And we all knew this song, and Dave was giving me shit for saying this is my favorite song on the album. It's not a bad song, it's just like, there's like so many like bangers on this album. The whole album is great. What, it's got Fix Up, Look Sharp. What's the other, like, really big one on here? Just a Rascal? Not, I mean, Just a Rascal's good, but there's, like, Fix Up, Look Sharp. Oh, Brand New Day. Those are, like, the two that were, like, huge. And then I thought Do It was, like, I was very inspired by Do It when I first heard it in college. It was just, like, 
put your mind to the limit. You can do it. And I was just like, yeah, I fucking can. And I proceeded to waste my 20s and end up in the fucking closet with you guys at almost 33. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's not that inspiring, but yeah, there's there's got to be some sort of like a like a fraction you could create where it's like how inspiring the music you listen to <laughs> yeah. at this point in your life is, and how little you need to actually be inspired. But then know? that would mean like what, like CEOs and shit. Like the most inspiring band would be like the Eagles or something, right? Yeah, it's like some garbage like middle of the road like white guy rock music or like right. They don't need to be inspired. They are, they 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 already think they're the shit. They wake up in the morning they're like. Right. Right. Fucking awesome. Right. I don't know. I I'm just, I'm just inspired by I'm just inspired by a good song. I'm like, oh man, this is just so good. Can't believe someone made something so fucking good. Okay. I appreciate that kind that. of stuff inspires me more. I don't really get like inspired that much by by lyrics these days. Oh, I mean de- yeah. there's definitely no like inspiring contemporary rock band or anything like that. Yeah, I was I kinda inspired by that. Did you hear that new Kesha song? The uh the one where there's all those reaction videos to her hitting that like hella high note. No, no. It's called Praying, I Praying, I think. And she's just like, it's clearly about Dr. Luke, and she's just like, I hope you're somewhere praying. But then she like hits this like hell of high note. And I saw these YouTube reaction videos that are just like, Ooh, girl, like oh, Kesha's <laughs> back, like as if like Kesha was their saviors, like yeah, yeah. Um, oh, 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 you God. mean you mean Kesha, the the party glitter whore? Yeah, <laughs> I love how she like um she like is like I dropped the dollar sign. It's like wow, you've really grown up, you've really <laughs> matured. But it's weird, like she did. I feel like through this like uh, lawsuit with her like producer, who was like. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That it should be, she has kind of become, she did not get Pitchfork coverage before. She fucking gets Pitchfork coverage now. It's very interesting. That's fair. I think also she was promoting a much more self-destructive type of person, and it seems Oh, God. Like, the, wake up in the morning and I drink Right, you. right. And so, and so... Are you I, doing my joke? Oh, no. Holy shit. That is your joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I had a bit that was like my Kesha impression was like what I said it was like something classy and then something trashy and then it's all like wrapped up in like a call to action so the best one was like sucking vodka out the garbage and we're ready to go <laughs> <laughs> and that was my like Kesha, Kesha impression yeah well I mean I hope that like I I just didn't care I don't care for I don't really care for her that much, but I'll, I'll check out the new song and maybe I'll be I'll be reinvigorated. I don't either, but like the, hearing that note, I was like, damn, this is a pretty fucking high note. Yeah, you're like, this, oh, it's high. inspiring how high this note is. I don't know. I hope we find out it was just a production thing. Right, but dude, we'd be talking about Dizzy Rascal yeah, way right, more right. if this were one of the better songs. All right, off this all right, I'll take that's that. fair. That's fair. I just I, like, I, 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 I like this. Song. I like. The, track i mean it's a cool track it's a good track i like dizzy rascal we're in the british zone and i like here's the thing too right dizzy rascal was pretty popular in detroit because we had already been listening to like shitty techno for like yeah, years yeah, yeah and this was like so many artists tried like this like rapping over like techno type beats right. and it just i can't think of anyone that like did it well before dizzy rascal like i really credit him as like the first guy that i'm like oh yeah he's this shit he's doing it right you know no, he's super tight i like his first two albums are great and then i don't know if it was his third album or his fourth album because he had because it seemed like it was like i think he had a third album that kind of bent like bricked. yeah and then his fourth album i think this is the fourth one it was called maths and english and you still can't fucking find it on like streaming services really? and there were like good songs on it and it really bums me out that uh i can't listen to it because I've looked for it, and it's just straight up nowhere to be found. But, uh... Interesting. Yeah, Dizzy Rascal. It, but I, the reason this song's like, eh, for me, is it, it's like a he, sh- he said, she said song. It's like, he would, like, talk about, what's it called? Like, couple fights sometimes. And that was, like, the least interesting Yeah, 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 I know. To me. That's, for some reason, that's not in the zeitgeist of, uh, or not... Like, like what the gangster idea in England is, is like a, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. And here's the other thing that I think is weird about this. And Mary and I went through a, a spat of watching British TV, and I noticed that a common occurring theme is like the 
slightly underage girlfriend. Like that's not as that doesn't upset them as much. In okay, okay. That's like a plot line. Sixteen in a and twenty-four. It ain't no big deal. Wait, what's that from? I don't know. That's just me. Oh. <laughs> in, in, he seemed, I thought that was straight out of Spirit Wars. They yeah, they're, the, the, they're like yeah. eight years after sixteen, your senior is not a big problem. <laughs> All right, Damar, let's do this. What's oh, the next track? Turn. Okay. Yep, it's you. I thought it's you. No, it's you. Yeah, now oh, it's me. Okay, it's you. you're right. It's you. It's I'm, only you. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. What do I want to play next? Okay. I'll th- Perfect. An inspiring one. on here so at least they got uh, an album with deluxe you did you got a deluxe album yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna press you like you press dave this Uh is this is a good track but definitely i don't think this is the strongest track from cupid deluxe it was just the one that stuck out to me the most and it makes sense that you would say that because the thing that stuck out to me was the lyrics and the thing is the lyrics are like pretty fucking corny but yeah but also kind of like in a way that like weaves through my defenses and I just am like yeah man like the thing like time what is it time will tell if you can figure this or work it out no one's waiting for you anyway so don't be stressed now even if it's something that you had your eye on it is what it is I'm just like yeah I haven't figured out how this applies to my life yet but I really feel like it does. I mean there are a lot of strong tracks on this I mean that that's a great one we were saying Chamake, Uncle Ace um, I think Always Let You Down is great. Although I really liked Coastal Grooves, too. That was the album that came out before this one. Oh, really? See, I got into Blood Orange later from the most recent album, Freetown Sound. Really? Okay, so I'm back. I'm, I haven't backwards. listened. That one's I haven't listened good. to Freetown Sound Some at all. Some good stacks going on it. I I lasted up until Cupid Deluxe, and I haven't heard anything they've done since. Dude, but, Freetown but Sound is tight. Lots of good music videos off Coastal Grooves, though. Okay. But I just also love a song with a fucking marimba, dude. How sweet got, is they got, that? They got a yeah. lot of marimba tracks. They yeah. said, have you seen them live? No. Isn't They're, it just him? It's like the one dude, right? It, it's, so it's just him, but he brings out a bunch of people that are right. like also singing on the album. And right. then it's all very, he does a very like sexual show. He's got just a bunch of really attractive women and like, and like not a lot of clothing like dancing centrally and they got like the marimba's okay. live and that's stuff. why he got arrested remember he got arrested remember in Chicago at Lollapalooza a couple of years ago what? I did not know that why did he get arrested I don't remember alright well I'm gonna look are you sure <laughs> are you making this up I'm not making this up yeah, I like Dev Hines got arrested and uh, he made, tried to make like a big hubbubaloo about it hubbubaloo I don't know how do you pronounce is it hullabaloo hulla a hella Okay, so Blood Orange's Dev Hines says he was jumped by Lala's police security after police brutality speech. 
Interesting. I don't know that Lollapalooza security has any vested interest in the Chicago police. Do you know what I mean? Like, those are like... Maybe. No, so he made a speech about racism and police brutality. Uh, it's not at all. I thought you were going to say, like, he took out his dick. I don't know. That's that, like the that, only thing I know about Blood Orange yeah. is that that happened. So I wanted to interject that one That's thing. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for the depth of inaccuracy, Dave. You're welcome. I feel like that's what I bring to this podcast, <laughs> is just being wrong about things. That's true. But yeah, I feel like it is not a unique, like, statement at all to say it is what it is. But I don't know, yeah. man. The idea that, like, hey, no one gives a shit, so that should be freeing to you. Like, don't even worry about it. Even if it's something that you really cared about, you the fucking there's always other shit that happens that might be even better than the shit you were really caring about. You know what that makes me think of? Um, do you remember what was that thing that came out? Um, that uh, it was like called like Sahar or something like that, and it was like oh, the woman that runs the comedy bar. No, 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 no. That like where like <laughs> people could give you criticism anonymously. You know, Sarah, what Sarah, Sarah, ha, ha, or whatever. Sarah, ha, ha. Do you know? Well, no. so you were off Facebook when this happened. This is kind of yeah. an interesting. This is really recent, though. This book. Yeah, but it's already gone. It's already over. It's interesting. Big, Damn. Oh. Basically, what it was is. Um, it, people could leave anonymous comments and criticisms about you, uh-huh. and so you as would, a person, as a person, so you would create your Sarahaha and you would put the link on your Facebook, and people would click on it, and then they could write whatever the fuck they want. Did so, you do it? I didn't do it. I thought about doing it. I, I thought I thought it was just going to get trolled if I did it. So. Yeah, I made right. one and immediately deleted it. But I also this isn't unique. I feel like they had something like this in the MySpace days. They, so there, they there did. There was a very very similar concept. Not much more like complex than this that they that already kind of happened which was another anonymous it, posting thing where someone just right, posts okay, how they feel what, about you like what was the one there it was like for for dating i still i want to hear the rest of what you had to say but I, but the one for dating that was like women would like rate oh man yeah. and be was like watch ever, out for this dude was He's that a ever a dude. real thing was, oh yeah, yeah that was real someone showed me mine and it was like Really? Ooh, I, wow, never, I, I never got the, yeah, invi- I the, never got the invite to use this. Yeah, I uh, I like twisted like an ex-girlfriend's arm into like like looking me yeah. up on it. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I know it's bad. I know it's bad. It was bad. And she's like, actually, it's there's nothing about you. And I was like, I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. Does that, that, that offend you even more? Well, yeah. So I guess that was kind of the point I was going to make about this whole the Sarah Haha thing as it relates right, to it, right. what it is. Is that Rachel McCartney uh, posted um, a link to what was her Sarah? And I guess this was a thing someone had created. And when you clicked on it, it literally was just a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that said, um, You really wouldn't care what people thought about you if you realized how little they thought about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's kind of what I, I feel like kind of the message you took away from this is that this is freeing. Right. To just, you shouldn't give a shit because. It doesn't fucking matter. It is I've just it is. been thinking a lot recently about, like, okay, what's the shit that I, like, really want? What are the things that I think are, like, immovable in my life, like, goals I'm working toward? And then maybe I'm wrong about those, and I should be, like, more aware of possibilities that might eclipse these things I'm, like, dead set on as better options. Does yeah. that make sense? Right. This is, that's an intense philosophical conversation. Oh, sorry. What's a podcast for? <laughs> Also, the uh, dating app that you guys were talking about called Lulu. Lulu, Lulu, Lulu that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, was yeah. bought by, acquired by Badu, and is no longer. Erica Badu. Badu. <laughs> Badu. <laughs> Badu. Oh, that makes sense. Now I know Tyrone. Tyrone's oh, Lulu right. looks like. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Dave, you got uh, another you got, one. You got, okay. you got the next track. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are my... Okay, I'll do... Yeah, just play Swain again. No.
right. That was the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mokusho by Celine Giano. No, oh, sorry. Okay, so that was Mokusho by Mark Barrett from uh, an EP that came out earlier this year called Music for Presence. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. Meow, meow, and basically, this is like my wild card because, uh, so like, okay, to tie it back to the deep philosophical thought I just had. Yes. One of those things was like, I've like had to like really make a hard go at freelancing this year. I spent my whole 20s thinking that I had to have an office job to have the health insurance I needed to pay for diabetes stuff. Then what comes along is like maybe freelancing we can make it work. So that's an example of like a thing that I wasn't focused on. So then with the freelancing, there were like two writing gigs I had. One not particularly satisfying one, but very easy to do. And one seemingly more satisfying one, very, but it like required a lot emotionally. And recently, I just stopped doing that second one, and I just do the easy one that doesn't take a lot, and I'm way more productive. And that ties into this song because it's on my like writing playlist. So like this is like one of the songs. It's like Boards of Canada, the Avalanches. Uh, the avalanches, man. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit, yeah. I haven't heard anybody talk about them forever. This is good. I mean, I could see putting this on like a productivity playlist. Right, right, sure. right. I don't think this is something I'd be like, I'm in the no. car, I'm in traffic. I think it'd drive me insane but probably see, to listen to. that's what it is. To. It feels like when you're on the train, it's good train music. It's uh, yeah, like I You're kind of plodding along. You're like, kind of taking in the sights. Yeah. It's interesting, though. You're, I feel like the existential thing that you talk about, I've had a very similar thing where I went from, like, I'm going to pursue stand-up to I work for a software company and all I want is, you know, benefits and security right. to, like, uh, I'm going to start a company when I'm pregnant and after I just <laughs> right. got married and my husband's unemployed and we have no money. Yeah. But I'm going to do that because So support, I... uh, impress me with music on <laughs> Patreon and uh, go to Casper free, Mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to find us. You can send me. You can send me a Chase Quick the Pay. Code. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can support our podcast by uh, mailing me a check at sixteen oh seven West Eight. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I please help. <laughs> um, I, I really like have gotten out of listening to just purely instrumental music, and I. I kind of want to get back into it for that reason, for like the fact that it is conducive to productivity. Right. But I have like a weird thing because I, I don't know. I have like a weird fucked up brain. There's like nine different things wrong with me. But like when I'm going to be productive, what I have to do, honestly, is play a record because a record forces me to not change tracks. Like I neurotically want to change tracks and alter the mood constantly as I'm doing something. Yeah. But if I put a record on, I, if you pick up the needle, it fucks up the record. And I don't want to fuck up my record, you know? So I let it play all the way through, you know? And that, I don't know. No, that makes sense. I get that. I'll make some just really long playlists that are, like, absurdly long so that they'll never stop. I won't make, like, just an hour and a half one. That's what I do. Because sometimes I can't even get, like, you know, it just takes me an hour to set up my, like, brain and set up my space, like, open up my emails, but what am I doing today? And then if the playlist is over by then, then I'm going to allow myself the the frivolity of going and making a new playlist. You know, like you can waste oh, totally. so you can waste so much time just curating the correct mood to get work done that you don't actually get any work done. That's my favorite time uh, time waster is curating the getting work done mood. Being like, all right, well I got to get more drinks. Yes. Got to get my computer. Oh yeah. Oh. You know what? I need a snack. It would be very unhealthy and unwise if I did not wash some fruit and cut it up into pieces <laughs> yeah. for this. So yeah. that's that's the one thing that I'm I like I still battle the most with. I'm like. All right, maybe another sip of water. Just yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. I got to get, like, four drinks. Right. You got to make, yeah, I'm always like, too, it's like, okay, you got to make coffee. I'm going to want to smoke before. Right. Because otherwise I'm just going to want a cigarette the whole time. Yeah. And then I'm, like, out there, I'm like, you know, I'm actually kind of hungry. Yeah, yeah. I'm outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. I for, So my writing playlist is actually just, like, multiple. I did listen to a whole album. So it's like whole albums, but just in order. So, but, but this is on the like chiller side. There's right. some that are like more like tense, but still like driving forward. And I kind of just like 
do I need like chill writing music or do I need like propulsive writing music? And I don't know. This one was just one that like, I like heard it recently, like on the train. I was like, oh damn, this is like a good song aside from the, uh, the writing environment. So anyway. All right, Mary. Is it me? Um, uh, I'm popping off this next track. I'm really going to change the mood in like just an insane way, but I'll, I'll have an excuse for it. Smith on the remastered album Either Or. And Goodwill Hunting Soundtrack. And oh, it is. Goodwill yes. Hunting Soundtrack. Okay. okay, so I was in a super nostalgic mode earlier this week, and I was just looking through lots of music that I haven't listened to in a long time, but that I used to love. Of course, I'm a sad person, so I loved Elliot Smith. And I realized that they, they uh, remastered this album, and all, everything on it just sounds like so much more crisp. Like yeah. the, the sadness is so clear. Oh, nice. Let me ask you guys this. Where do you stand on Elliot Smith being murdered slash killing himself? What do you think? I don't know, man. I don't really get involved with that. I just like the songs. <laughs> I just like the music, I listen. I will watch, I read Playboy for the articles, <laughs> and I listen to Elliot Smith for the songs. <laughs> I don't listen to it to know. I don't know. When I, when I got back into him in like a big way uh, a few years ago when I was going through a like pretty severe depression um, I read like through all of it and, and she she definitely killed him she definitely killed she him was, I think she definitely killed him that, and, that and, 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 and everybody says he's, she's such a bitch and she was like super controlling and but he also like if he killed himself it means he stabbed himself in the chest well right that's like yeah that is kind of hard to imagine yeah, and he had, like, defensive wounds, evidently, on his hands. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Christ. So, it's, and, then the, and then their response to LAPD was like, well, he was known to cut himself. It's like, people who cut themselves don't cut the sides of their hands. Right, know? right. Shit. Just, this is mostly a shout-out to every time something I really love gets remastered, I listen to it, and I'm like, did that actually make any difference? And then it just sounds so good. Yo, shout out to the remastering crew. Yo, shout out to the remastering crew. This so either or expanded edition. Mwah. It's just great. It sounds great. It's also, sad. I gotta say, is Elliot Smith sad? Yes. But also, fuck people who are like, oh, you're gonna listen to Elliot Smith because you're sad. It's like when, like, well, I love my mom, but when she, like, doesn't want to watch, like, good movies because they're, like, just talk about like real things, and she right. wants to watch like sing instead. And I'm like, yeah, Elliot Smith is like good songs. But even yes. even this track's got some upbeat to it. Yeah. Um, this is like I'm one in of love. The yeah, this is definitely one of the more positive songs, <laughs> yeah. which is why I thought it was actually kind of a, a fun pick. And it's one of my favorite. I know it's a you know a frequently played track, but it just sounds so good. So check it out, people. My favorite is the one about improv. Say yes, and. <laughs> All right, next track. <laughs> All right, so this one, I'm gonna, this is mine.
nigga diamonds. Do my way and all you see is diamonds. Probably go blind when you walk by him. Take a picture of a nigga, I ain't trying Take a picture of a nigga, I ain't lying. Catch a nigga with the chicken, I'ma fry him. Petey, lucky Petey, probably hit the lotto. Petey, Petey, let him pop a bottle. Sweet Petey, he the life for the party. Where Petey, Petey, probably try to pay All right, so that was Laced Weed by Nicholas F. Um, off of the album Trifling. Um, so this guy is like uh, basically in the hip hop industry he's primarily known as a ghostwriter. he's not like I mean did you know have you ever heard of him before no he did a, some, one song with Drake AM to PM um, he like he's gotten all like he was unsigned hype in 2000 and this album is only I think like two years old so that means in between this time and uh, I mean that was like a 15 year gap. What do you mean he was unsigned? Type? So that's like the sources freshman class. Oh, 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 gotcha. Um, and then he was in 2009. He was complex rated him one of the 10 most underrated rappers. Huh. Um, I mean he's just there's like not a lot of shit about him. I mean he's like self producing like a lot of his music videos and stuff like that. Um. And I just dig him. I just—he's got like a good seize. He's got a good like ear for production, you know. What do you think? No, I fucked with that. That was good. I mean, the the lyrics are kind of ridiculous. Like, I think, what were the lyrics? He's like, "Come on now, who laced the weed? I can barely stand." Okay. Someone spiked the punch. Something, something, something like that. Whip, whip with the left hand. That's I mean, about making crack, obviously. Yeah, but. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a drug song. It's a slow song. I mean, I love this track. I actually think I found this. Track. I'm gonna it's true. Put on a little mixtape for you, aka Spotify playlist. Yes, that is true. Um, you tried to know. woo me with this very song. I did. It's like, come on now, who laced the weed, Dave? That's a legit question. Yeah. I mean, you want to get yeah. fucked up, you don't want to get too fucked up. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. Who, who laced this weed? <laughs> come on. Yeah. I can barely stand. Oh, come on, gents. Uh, who laced this weed? <laughs> Uh, shit, man. Now that I just realized that's going to be the last song that we talk about. Um, because, Dave, you get to play the last song. You're going to play us out. Is there anything you want to say about your last pick? Oh, I don't, I don't get to talk about the last You don't get to. You got to talk about it now. You got to talk about it now. Oh, dude. Okay, so. You got okay, to so you, you you prequel it. Discover, so this is Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. I know it from New Edition's Greatest Hits. But I don't know any fucking full New Edition albums. See, this is the song I like the best by New Edition. I discovered it this year. I discovered it in the lamest way from the Master of None uh, episode where I think Denise is his friend's name who was, like, playing it for her uh, girlfriend. And I just heard the song. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's just so crisp, and it sounds so good. And it just hits my, like, R&B sweet spot. yeah. Uh, this is uh, so I, I didn't listen to this until you put it on the playlist, yeah. and this is the second ever new edition song I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. The only other one I know is Cool It. I don't know Cool It, or I, it's probably only Great Sense, but I. It's like their biggest. It's like their biggest song, okay, basically. Okay. But dude, this one when he's just like, I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude! I want to like be in like an old school like Temptation style like snap dancing group. You know, they're, like, back together, or they were back together. Would yeah. you see them now, like, all grown up and I stuff? I probably would. Yeah, that sounds fun. Wasn't that, did, didn't they, were they the one, I think they were the one that had the, uh, the, like, BET, like, series about their, like, it was, like, a fictionalized version of their, like, uh, come up, basically. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think it was New Edition. It was, like, the New Edition story, basically. Um, and I they're, I mean, and you really don't. They're from Boston, I believe. Really? They are? I think so. They're, nope, they're from Boston, Massachusetts, from Roxbury. That's where Malcolm X got his stuff. Roxbury, baby. Um, Is that the nice And you know who else? The only, uh, I mean, like, here's the thing. You don't get a lot of black music out of Boston. I mean, you've got uh, Guru from um, uh, Gangstar is from Boston. Okay. Also, diabetic, pretty sure. Really? I think so. He's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. That was a real, real subtle. Uh, <laughs> he's dead, huh? <laughs> All right, Dave, you got anything to plug? You got, you want to plug? Got uh, plugs? Oh, plug in? like shows? Yeah, shows, whatever. Shows, shows, whatever. shows ideas, concepts, theories, oh, anything you want to plug? Oh, uh, great. Well, raising money for anything? I have a website. This is DaveMar.com. 
about to get off Facebook again, so <laughs> please book me. I'm very, uh, very bookable. And He's very funny. I have a monthly show called Bracketology at the Crowd Theater. Next one is September 23rd. It's the last Saturday of every month. So I, I saw you promoting that, and I, I'm afraid. To, I was like afraid to ask you about it on Facebook Why? because of because of uh, you're off Facebook. I'm like he probably doesn't want to interact on this. No, I do want to, but like it's so fucking depressing, dude. And I get angry at people who are just trying to help me, and it just it is just super depressing. It sends me in a dark place. It does. All right, fuck Facebook. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to this episode of Impress Me with Music. I've been Mary Novohovsky. Uh, I'm still Dave Metz. And uh, I guess Dave Mar continues to be Dave Mar. He already said his outro. Yeah, I've been and I will be. All right. Till I die, like Guru. <laughs> Can You Stand the Rain will be played next. Adios. show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.